Hi, this is Craig Hirsch, and welcome to the Family Estate and Legacy Program podcast. So the new tax act that was passed by Congress and signed into law by President Trump may be luring many of you into believing that you don't have to update your estate plan. You might be thinking, well, the estate tax exemption is $11 million a person now, and between a married couple, that would be $22 million. I have far below that amount, and there's really no reason to do anything other than a simple will. Well, let me give you the top five reasons why you may want to update your estate plan. Number one, all of the states have different laws, and if you've just moved to Florida or if you've been a Florida resident for a long time and have not updated your plan, then it's time to at least look at the plan. Florida has different laws than New York, than New Jersey, than Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Ohio, all of the states up north all have very different laws. Florida has some very beneficial tax laws. We don't have any state income tax. There's no state-level estate tax. There's no inheritance tax. But the problem, of course, is escaping your former uh, state jurisdiction's tax authority. So the first thing you want to make make sure of is that your estate plan is up-to-date for Florida law. And again, even if you have updated your documents to Florida law, let's say 10 years ago or so, there's been a lot of changes since then. So you want to make sure that your documents are up to date with the state in which you reside. So that's the first reason. Reason number two, income taxes. Even though estate taxes might not be an issue for you if you don't have an estate worth at least $11 million, and many of us don't, then income taxes may also be an issue for you. If you own an IRA, a 401k, a 403b, you may not have put a lot of uh, thought into who the beneficiary is. Maybe you've named your spouse and then your children as contingent beneficiaries or other loved ones. Well, if you have charities as part of your estate plan, uh, you may want to reconsider how you've divided up your estate and how you've listed the beneficiaries. If you want to protect the IRA from divorce for, for your children, if you want to stretch out the IRA over the course of your children's lifetime so that they don't spend it all in the year following your death and declare income taxes on it. Uh, These are all reasons to consider income taxes as part of your estate plan. Another important income tax issue is with regard to the step up in tax cost basis at your passing. If you bought uh, stock a long time ago and and you bought it at a dollar a share, let's say, and now it's worth $10 a share, if you sold that stock, it's going to be a $9 capital gain. Well, in many instances, that capital gain can be wiped out at your passing. But there are some tricks to that, and you want to make sure that the step-up in tax cost basis is considered as part of your estate plan, particularly if you have wills or trusts that are very old or many years old. uh, You might not be taking advantage of the step-up in tax cost basis the way you should. So that's reason number two. Reason number three is that the ability to protect the inheritance for your loved ones ends with you. In other words, when you create a revocable living trust, it does not protect your assets from your creditors. And that's because the trust is you. It uses your social security number as a tax identification number. You can withdraw the assets at will. You can deposit assets at will. You can change your trust. And because you can do all these things, because you have all of that control, it's really you. Your trust is you for all intents and purposes. But when you create a trust at your death for your children, what's called a testamentary trust, or for your spouse, or for any other loved one, 
that could be a protected trust if it's drafted correctly. And there are a lot of uh, court cases and there are a lot of statutes on this that the web-based self-help will and trust preparation programs may not consider. Um, And you want a qualified professional to help you protect the inheritance that you leave your loved ones. It doesn't make any sense to try to save a buck or two uh, on will or trust preparation when you've worked your entire life to, to earn what you've earned, to save what you saved, and to hopefully make your loved ones' lives a little bit better when you depart. So the ability to protect the inheritance that you leave your loved ones ends with you, and that's reason number three. Reason number four is that trust, as opposed to wills, are private. A will is a public document. So if I die with a lot of assets in my name individually and I have a will, the will is deposited with the probate court. Now, a lot of people confuse probate with taxes. Probate's not really anything to do with taxes, although payment of taxes is part of the probate process. But the probate process is actually the transfer of assets pursuant to your will from you to your loved ones. And it's a fairly complicated process that takes some time, and it's all public. And in today's age of identity theft, we don't want our assets, we don't want our loved ones' identities, we don't want our will, we don't want our wishes to be public. And that's what happens when you have a will. And that's why so many people prefer revocable living trust, because not only do they avoid this probate process and much of the cost and expense associated with that process, but that trusts are private. In other words, the only people entitled to see the trust are those who benefit from it. So that's reason number four. Finally, reason number five, and this speaks to trust as well, is funding. You know, as a Florida lawyer, and I see a lot of documents that come from up north, the client will have a trust, they'll be very proud of it, and they'll say, look, my lawyer up north created this trust, and they said everything is fine for Florida, all I need to do is update it to Florida law. Well, that's not always the case And the reason is, is because most of the time, believe it or not, most of the time that we see trusts that come from other areas, they're unfunded. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is that the assets were never transferred into the trust. Uh, The deeds weren't prepared. The uh, stock certificates weren't transferred. The, The brokerage accounts weren't transferred. The bank accounts weren't transferred. It also might be in joint name with spouses or it might be in your name individually. And in that case, guess what? Your trust isn't going to govern those assets in the event of your disability or in the event of your death until the probate process has occurred, which is one of the reasons I just told you you want to have a trust in the first place. So again, we want to meet with a qualified professional to make sure that our estate plan is up to date and that's fully funded. If you'd like some more information, I've written a book entitled The Florida Residency and Estate Planning Guide, And you can pick up that book for free by clicking on the link below, and we'll be happy to send you one. If you'd like more information about your particular estate plan and would like a complimentary appointment, please click the link or call us, and we'd be happy to establish that appointment for you. And if you'd like to listen to more podcasts like this one, we also have a link below for that.